Welcome, everybody, to episode 26 of Scenes from the Spectrum. You know what day it is. It's Gordon Hayward's favorite national holiday. Sixers? Sixers. All right, it is January 6th. I told you, like we said a couple days ago, we are back on schedule just a few days later, and we're here to talk about more Sixers. Sixers! Sixers. Sixers. Uh, shout out, Tony. Shout out, buttons. Tony, for pressing the buttons and getting everything together. He's very special, special. Say hi, Tony. Say hi to everybody. Hello, everybody. Oh, oh, look at him! Sounds the, so energized and ready to go about it. The majestic, Graham. Majestic how are we doing today? I'm great. I'm glad that we heard Tony's voice and Mark Zumoff's, and I I hope they're uh they got a collaboration later on today. Ooh. I heard, I heard that the, uh, the Zumoff the Zumoff producer Tony collabs coming soon. You know what I think we should do for a special edition of this podcast? We get a Mark Zumoff cameo. Have him do our intro. Wouldn't that be cool? Like he just, we just put the instrumental under it, and he just goes and reenacts all of his calls. Mm. We could think of something. <laughs> we could think of something. Yeah, we we need we need some uh, just say Bulls spectrum talking Bulls, about Gordon Hayward Sixers tonight. Oh, <laughs> the zoom off Hayward collab we're all looking for. <laughs> Bulls Sixers tonight. No Joel Embiid. Um, I don't know who's injured on the Bulls, but it's gonna look like a very Special matchup as we went 4-0 against the Bulls last season. This is the first time, I believe, we will be playing them this season. Hoping to get another sweep because... I don't know, Justin. You tell us. You watch every game. I do. Um, <laughs> so, uh, hopefully hopefully we can get another sweep this year. What do, what do you think? Look, sweeps are, all, sweeps are always good. There's, no, there's nothing that's bad. Nothing is ever bad that has come out of a sweep. Um, so... Yeah, you, the city of Chicago. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. Um, but the city of Chicago, in in all seriousness, is owned by one man, um, and it's not it's not Lori Lightfoot. Um, so it is the man, the myth, the legend, Joel Embiid. And we got to say, we we got to say, Embiid, who is just the absolute utter goat of all time. We don't we don't want to you know like ignore the fact of what he does so mm -hmm. i just want to put that out there because there's some things that are going on and they're in our headlines so i'm gonna just go ahead and just get it right here things are going on right here some great intro music first of all jason tatum for some reason is getting, getting respect that he doesn't deserve nba.com came out with the mvp ladder we're gonna talk about that you mentioned it sixers and bulls play today in just a couple hours, the Sixers had a win over the Indiana Pacers in one of the weirdest games of the season. We want to say shout out James Harden um, for absolutely making me furious and then making me happy again about five seconds later. Um, but anyways, shout out baby came to. Um, but yeah, those are our headlines. I want to start off uh, before we get into much like the Sixers game talk. 
I just want to know your reaction to the NBA.com MVP ladder. Just first of all, like initial thing, what you saw it, and what what was the first thing you were thinking? I um so while we were waiting to uh, start recording, Tony actually uh, the producer brought it up and and uh, brought it to my attention that Joel Embiid is sixth, sixth in the MVP rankings on NBA.com, and who is number two? Jason Tatum and. I don't understand. I, I I truly don't because Jason Tatum is nowhere near the player that Joel Embiid is, and he doesn't have the same kind of impact. And when you're talking about most valuable player, who is the most valuable for their team? And right. I don't think Jason Tatum is in that top three, top four. Sure, he's the best player on the on on one of the best teams in the league, but does he bring that that? that most valuable characteristic to the team. I mean, listen, he just lost by 40 to Oklahoma <laughs> City Thunder. All right, we blew them out on New Year's Eve. Joel Embiid is sixth behind Giannis. <laughs> Luka, which is fine. Luka, I understand he's behind Luka. But Luka is in fourth for yeah. no reason. Luka should be number one or two. Then we got Kevin Durant at three, which I don't I don't really mind. You can have him three or four. Tatum at two. And then I'm going to throw up. I'm actually going to throw up at number one, Nikola Jokic, <laughs> because he had three points at halftime. Yes, they're they're blowing the Clippers out last night, but that had nothing, absolutely nothing to do with Jokic. Three points, all right? He ended, I think, with 12-something. He didn't, I don't know if he played much the fourth quarter. He played some the third, but he was trying to stat pad against the Clippers <laughs> reserves, and did nothing. When is he nothing. not stat padding? Oh, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. The stat yeah. padding he does against the bench players. It, uh, it makes me throw yeah. up. But <laughs> this, yeah, this, the MVP rankings making no sense. I wish, um, maybe there is an explanation for this on NBA.com, but, um, there is. I'm just not going to read it. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just don't get it. I don't get how Giannis is above, uh, Embiid at their, Embiid has shown countless times that, He's been playing way better and been way more valuable to his team this year. Luca, that's whatever, but it makes no sense. It, it's frustrating. Very frustrating that he doesn't get the respect that he deserves. Uh, I'm going to say this, uh, and we're just going to go through one through 10 of what they have. Uh, Jokic a one, Tatum two, three is KD, four, Luca, five, Giannis, six is Joel Embiid, seventh place is a tie between Ja and Donovan Mitchell. Nine is Jalen Brown and ten is Zion, um, which is which is funny. Uh, but I will say uh, there is nothing that Tatum is really better than Embiid. I mean, there's really like not one ex- extreme thing that you can say and just be like, oh my gosh, Tatum is just so much better when Embiid has more points, rebounds, assists, uh, better shooting than Tatum. Uh, it, it's quite obvious that who the better player is. Uh, when you look at the game and when you look at the stats, uh, I think the eye test and the stats tell you uh, that you're going to have an MB top three at least, at least. And we're looking at one or two, really, but top three at least um, in the MVP. And to me, it's really um, like two tiers to this where it's um, it's MB, Luka, Jokic in tier one. Then in tier two, you have like a Giannis KD. And then you have your Tatums uh, in there. And then it gets to the Mar- Marantz, Mitchells. Zion's um I'm not even gonna mention Jalen Brown uh so uh, I think that 
I think that when you when you get into that realm of things where you tier it, it makes a lot more sense. Uh, but to have Embiid not even in the top five is is absolutely insane. It's it's almost laughable at this point because obviously the league has disrespected him in in in, in times past, and and they continue to do it by putting him sixth. I mean, I guess really, like you said, Embiid pretty much does everything better than him. I guess the only kind of thing that that Tatum has over Embiid is team record, which does that really deserve four spots over him? Like and it hasn't mattered the last two years. It so has. I'm not. I'm not sure why. It matters. Like I said. Like I said last episode, the uh, it changes every year the criteria for MVP. And last year or the past two years, it was who puts up the craziest stats. And this year, it's you know who's 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 the best player on the best team. Which it's it's very annoying. The uh, MVP award is kind of taking a turn into what kind of agenda the media can push and and it's worked it's worked the past few years and and it's kind of make made me take the mvp award a lot less serious than than years prior yeah and this is a thing about the uh the mvp award is when Giannis had won two straight and, and we had heard like oh you, you can't win a third like it they were he wasn't even conversation to win a third in a row even though he possibly had one of his best seasons of all time, uh, but it was it was all like voter fatigue this, voter fatigue that. You know, it can't be Giannis again, right? Um, but we don't hear anything of that nature at all with Jokic, especially from the media who's driving these narratives. The same media that drove the narratives about Giannis um, after he had already won his MVPs. So that's something that I think is just absolutely outrageous. Um, and you're like, you're right. I mean, the goalposts shift uh, year to year. And it never once has it favored uh, Joel Embiid. So it is what it is. At one point, you know, I don't think Embiid's caring too much about the MVP. He used to, but um, everything that we've heard from him is that he really doesn't. He doesn't really care about that. I think that uh, if Embiid wants to win an award, he should go for the uh, Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, but even then, it, it's going to be tough for Joel. I would like to get Tony's thoughts um, since he really is the one that brought this to our attention. Of the uh, of Embiid being six in the NBA.com ladder before we move on to some of these games that have happened or haven't happened yet. Uh, Tony, NBA.com, they frauds, they're frauds, man. <laughs> um, uh, six is ridiculous. If you watch the games, you know he's definitely not six, he's top three for sure, in my opinion, and I know in the opinion of many others. I'm just gonna keep it at that. I just thought it was funny. That's why I brought it up to Justin. Um, and I've seen outrage all over from Sixers Twitter about it. So, and just rightly so, of course. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we we get that some of the, the members of the media aren't the smartest, and they have <laughs> votes. Like Kendrick Perkins has a vote, but he obviously pushes the yeah. I mean, he's, agenda. He's he's listen, he's a good one. Listen, it's 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 kind of it, it's different. Like the actual MVP two different things put pushing the actual mvp and pushing your own agenda we would understand if the actual deserving mvp was number one on this list right now but he's not people want just want to push their agenda i mean we'd understand if tatum was having an, an or, or Jokic was having the craziest year ever and they both deserved it but i don't see in any way how they deserve it at all yeah Jokic really hasn't overwhelmed me 
uh, like he had the last couple of years with his play. I mean, he's going to get the stats, but his play really hasn't overwhelmed um, this season. He's been uh, in, the same player for the past three years. Yeah, and Embiid is just Embiid is just has crazy jaw dropping performances where if he doesn't get like thirty five plus and it's a bad game, right? So those are the type of things where you look at you know to compare the two. Uh, it's just it's just the expectation of what Embiid has compared to Jokic because as long as Jokic gets a you know handful amount of rebounds, a handful amount of assists, he can have twelve points and people think it's the greatest thing ever. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, that that's to me, it's funny. Uh, yeah, and how, how that happens. And we're not sitting here saying that Jokic and Tatum aren't good players. Obviously, they're some of the best in the league, but they are not deserving of a top three uh, or, or top two uh, MVP spot on the ladder. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. And I think we're we're overlooking KD a lot. I really like what KD has brought to the table this year for the Nets. Um, Huge now winning that, streak. Yeah, now that they're winning games again. So, um, and you know, you gotta you gotta mention in the fact that he's valuable to his team because he plays with Ben Simmons. So uh, you gotta give him some more. Um, <laughs> oh, some more that's, a in, that's a tough one. That's a tough MVP. One. That's why I respect him more doing what he does with with Ben Benny on his team. So, uh, yeah, I, I really like KD in that fact, and he's amazing to watch on a nightly basis can't say the same about jason tatum he has his nights where he's insane and you're like wow tatum is, is he extremely also good so has nights where he's just flat out bad and he'll shoot 23 percent the next night right so it's it's tough for me to pick tatum ahead of Embiid just from watching basketball and when you look at stats wise it's not even remotely close uh really in, in my eyes uh, of what Embiid does um, when you look at the numbers and the play yeah. So I think that's that's pretty much all we have about the MVP ranking. Speaking of well, keeping on the same note of the Brooklyn Nets and 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 kind of Ben Simmons, it's it's crazy how people can go from so loud to so silent <laughs> about Ben Simmons. I've heard absolutely zero things about him since the first two weeks of the season. He's putting up a triple single. Uh, for his stats this year, and he has shown that he's just flat out just not, not, not as good as we thought. I don't think he has he made a free throw um, in like a month. Oh, he's. I know it's pretty rough. Tony, do you want to look up his? Uh, I know. Sorry, it's your favorite player, but uh, can you look up his? I want. Uh, I want to know his throw percentages here. Like his game. I want to know his game log um, because I knew like last week it was like a month. But the last time he made a free throw, which was hilarious. Really? Yeah, it was. It it was it was up there for sure. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's why I think I think so highly of KD. Um, but I also saw a couple of tweets from Nets fans, and they're in the stage of Ben Simmons doesn't need to be aggressive because we're winning. They're in the Ben Simmons doesn't need to be aggressive because we're winning stage. Um, which is I remember it, it's a dangerous. It's a very dangerous slippery slope. It is. I remember. They go, they've literally, the Nets fans have gone through every <laughs> single stage that we've gone through. Stage one, oh my God, Ben Simmons is going to be amazing. Yep. Stage two, all right, ah, he's, he's playing all right. He's playing. Hey, we're winning. We're winning. <laughs> stage three, ah, he's not being, he's not really doing anything, but hey, we're winning. Yeah. And then uh, stage four and five to come soon. Oh my God, this guy sucks. And then, yeah, you know, obviously stage five is yeah. get him off our team. So he made he was one of four from the free throw line on uh, Wednesday night. So before the last free throw that he had made 
prior to that was when he made four on uh, November 25th. Mm. So he went, he made one free throw, uh, all, all of, uh, all of, oh, he didn't, no, he didn't make any free throws in the month of December. If you believe that. He didn't or not. make any free throws in the month of December? No, he did not. Um, it, in December, he was 0 of 1, 0 of 2, 0 of 2, 0 of 0, 0 of 2, none again, 0 of 2 and none. Um, then he didn't play on the 10th and he was, uh, didn't shoot any on the ninth. Did not play on the seventh, fourth, or the second of December. So no free throws made by Ben Simmons in the month of December. That's that's actually like that's <laughs> really that's like really hard. That's just really hard. I mean, you're what are you? You're like six ten. You have you were gifted, absolutely gifted physically. Yeah. Yeah, he was zero of ten in December, and you're not gonna put the work in to become. Great player, Tony. I'm sorry, <laughs> bro. O of ten in December is absolutely. But Ben Simmons doesn't deserve anything more than a vet minimum. Ah, Tony, any 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 thoughts? Any thoughts? Your favorite player. You guys are. <laughs> oh my god, <sighs> Tony. Tony, this is yeah. nasty. Your favorite player, though. Like, okay, you know, he. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you Don't say he's not your favorite player. He is not. <laughs> we have footage. <laughs> we had, we have footage of me calling him underrated, which at the time was, was a bad take. Was, was a really bad. It was an was ambitious a... take. That's no, that's, that's it was it was a that's risk funny. that I took. No, he's becoming underrated. Is what he said. Oh, he's becoming. Yeah, he was. Did you say criminally underrated? Let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Sixers play today, if you believe it or not. They play the Bulls. You talked about it earlier. Uh, 4-0 last year against Chicago. And Bede absolutely owns them. I don't know if he'll play tonight. Let's just, he's, he's, uh, he's already yeah. out tonight. So let's expect him not to play, uh, as that's going to be the case. I really still have tons of faith in a win. Uh, 11 straight at Wells Fargo. Bulls, uh, they beat the Celtics a couple nights ago. But they really haven't had the best of seasons. No, they haven't. And they kind of did exactly what I thought they were going to do this year, which is around the 8, 9, 10th seed. And that's I think they're in the 10th seed right now, currently. But, uh, no, Bulls really aren't. They're a mediocre team at best. Um, nothing nothing really too flashy and, and cool about them. I mean, we just got to take care of business tonight. James Harden has to lead the team. Hoping to see Maxi kind of get back into, you know, midseason form needs to get that shot back. He's kind of struggled for three. He's shown time and time again that he can finish around the rim. Uh, no question about it. But um, just get getting that three-point shot back, that corner, that corner three-point shot just needs to get it back. And hopefully tonight uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see a good sign. And um, Tobias Harris, there's one thing I ask of him tonight. Just, <laughs> just let that thing fly. Yeah. You catch it and you, you catch on the three point line. You got a little bit of room. Let that thing fly. I don't care if you I don't care if you take ten three pointers tonight. I I do care if he takes ten three pointers. I would. as long as he makes like four. Uh, well, okay, that would be a totally different story. If he's two of ten, I'd be I'd be pretty pissed off. Yeah, three of ten, eh? It's still pretty bad. Like if we lose and he's three of ten, you're like, Dude, oh, you, you lose, miss yeah, you miss but, seven um, threes. Yeah, guess uh. Let's let's see if you can take a guess at James Harden's stat line tonight. 
All right, so I'm gonna go off rip twenty six points. Uh, mm-hmm. I think I think that's good. If we win, he has double digit assists. If we lose, he has like seven. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm I'm gonna say with the win, I'm gonna say uh, about twenty six, eleven, and seven. Twenty six, eleven, and seven. Yeah, I'm gonna write that down. Actually, give me thirty three points. You thirty uh, <laughs> well, thirty thirty three points. All right, thirty. 33 points. Okay. Seven assists and six rebounds. And, and a win. And, and of course, of course, every scenario here is a win. Yeah. Um, I want to just be aggressive and shoot a lot. Uh, uh, I, I, I feel like that's very fun to watch. Tone, you have any, any uh, hardened harden predictions for the stats? 27, 11, and 8. 11 assists, obviously. Yeah. And so, obviously a win. Oh, yeah. And a win. All right. Perfect. Uh, so I'm, I'm 26, 11, and seven. You're 27, 11, and eight. Wow. Um, 33, seven, and six. You are 33, seven, and six. So hammer that Harden points, rebounds, and assists tonight. That's our, that is our advice to you. Hammer it. This isn't gambling advice, but um, we it advise is. you to, uh, we, we advise to hammer you to it. hammer the points, rebounds, and assists. <laughs> Hammer that, John. Um, I, I like Maxi because he is going to make the corner threes tonight that he's been missing. You think so? so? You think I, this is the game where he gets back at it? I don't know if he gets back to his prior self, but I think this is a game where he makes the corner threes. How long do you think until he gets back to his prior self? Uh, I think we're, it's going to be a little bit longer than we think. Um, probably two weeks. I mean, mm-hmm. it's tough to get back to where Maxi was. He was mm-hmm. he was playing like his best like his absolute best before the injury happened um, mm-hmm. is where he finally got his groove. Uh, and we saw in the preseason exactly how good he can be. And he's absolutely insane. Um, so he's going to be able to get to like Tyrese Maxey or on, on a day-to-day basis, Tyrese Maxey. But I don't know how, how long it's going to take until we have the, you know, explosion of Maxey that we're used to seeing. Mm-hmm. All right. Hoping for a win tonight. Graham, anything else you want to talk about until I we want, get to our special? Yeah, I, I want to mention um, how Harden, in the span of like six seconds, made me the most furious human on earth to the happiest. Oh, now, we 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 gotta yeah. we gotta yeah. talk about the Pacers game a little bit. Yeah, there's a uh, Sixers won in overtime, uh, blew a blew a lead in the fourth quarter, then the Pacers blew a, like a f- four point lead yeah. with like. 30 seconds left to go. Maxi would steal. Uh, and then a dunk. And then a Tobias Harris put back layup yeah. to go into overtime. And then we just took care of business in overtime. But in no way should that game have gone to overtime. You should have absolutely taken care of business in the fourth quarter. You cannot be taking the foot off of the pedal like you do. Like yeah. I think we, we 70% had 70% of the time. What was our lead heading into the fourth? Like after the third quarter. Um, I think it was a four-point lead, and then after that, we we kind of felt like it was ours, like it was we, the game was had, over, and then it was like a fifteen-point lead at some point in the game. Yeah, some, like it was something around there. It definitely wasn't our best showing. Okay. No, it's not. And I mean, obviously, you're gonna have some of those. It happens in yep. uh, the NBA, but not as frequent as it happens to us. Just gotta take care of business. I want to. I want to say uh, what won us the game. And we had a we had a conversation about this. Uh, I want to say uh, Montrez Harrell 
the drawn charge on Benedict Matherin in overtime. That's why I trust Montrez Harrow to play. Paul Reed is not making that play, Justin. As much I as, as much as you want to say, Paul Reed's not making that. I think Montrez Harrell's game was very overhyped by Sixers fans. Yes, he did a fantastic job on the offensive end, but rebounding and defense, except for that charge, he was pretty he was pretty bad. Um he ah. struggled to get rebounds. He let up offensive rebounds. Uh wasn't getting the rebounds that he should. Stuff like I believe Paul Reed would get. Um defensively, I I believe Paul Reed would have had a much better game. I don't think but, I don't think Paul Reed uh helps us win that game as much as Montrez Harrell did. No, no. Uh not offensively, but I think defensively it's definitely a big shift because I really I really thought that Montrez Harrell's defense and rebounding was was pretty bad. But uh somebody's defense that was fantastic someone that you know you don't look at as kind of being very good on defense is is James Harden. He locked Tyrese Halliburton down especially in the fourth quarter in overtime. Tyrese Halliburton only had I would say about 4 4 points in the fourth and overtime combined didn't shoot that well and Harden with the game winning block. Yeah uh, on on um was that on Tyrese Halliburton? Or it doesn't matter who was on. It uh, doesn't matter, but um, <laughs> it, but it matters that the block happened. One of his best defensive games as a Sixer may be his best, but I, I it's really good to see that he's locked in and, and really wants to win because he was a big reason yeah. why we won that game. Personally, I think he's played quite well on defense all season long. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that was just kind of the the iceberg of of him saying, "All right, well, he's here defensively, and that's what he's going to bring to the team all season long." And I'm I'm here for it. Um, so I, I think that's that's a great added bonus uh, to to the Sixers team because if, if you're in a playoff series and you need to lock up Jalen Brown, you have a guy. You know, if, if you need to lock up uh, a Tyler Hero if he gets hot, you have a guy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it, it's those type of things. Or like if Drew Holiday gets hot, you have a guy. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I like that that factor of of uh, of James Harden being able just just to lock up and play solid solid defense uh, mm-hmm. for the Sixers. I want to mention um, that De'Anthony Melton, again, having just a fantastic game. Pretty sure he knocked down five threes. And we we talked about this in the last episode, is that you start De'Anthony until you give him a reason to, or he gives Doc a reason to play him less minutes. Like, until he has a stretch of bad games, I think you gotta you just got to go with, with uh, De'Anthony Melton because every sign is pointing towards him keeping up his his pace of play. Because we thought, you know, it might just be a hot stretch, but it's kind of turned into more of, of the new normal of Melton. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's one guy, one guy I want to talk about who I n- rarely ever give some love to. Um, and, you know, I got to give credit where it's due. Matisse Thibel has played, has been playing, like, good all year. Uh, he's been taking care of business in the minutes that he's getting. Although he's not getting many minutes, he has one of the, if not best, plus minuses on the team, the best defensive rating. Uh, he has really shown that he has improved on on the offensive end. He hits he hits a, a three here and there. He's a very, he's shown that he is a very good cutter. Uh, James Harden finds him, has found him many times cutting, but 
Shout out to Matisse Thibel because he is having himself a year. Yeah, uh, and it's the threes that he's been able to make. It doesn't really matter if he's cutting or not. If he can't mm-hmm. make threes, he's never going to be able to cut the ball. Cut to and the he's, he has been doing it. Yeah, he has he, been doing it. And, he, and he's been, you know, just as reluctant of a shooter he's been, uh, he has actually not been uh, bad from the perimeter, which is all you can ask for. He, he's which, playable. He's playable. That's all you, you made ask. fun of me in, in the beginning of the year because I said, oh, is he was going to be able to shoot this year. You remember? Yeah, but there's still he's still not a great shooter. He's just shooting no, it less and no, making no. it yeah. less. Yeah. I wouldn't but, uh, I, would, I still would cook you for that if you posted <laughs> it today. But a uh, big shout out to Matisse. I think that's everything we got for the Pacers game and the Bulls game is a time for our special end of podcast fun. I want to put Tony on the screen here so he can explain what's going to Tony, happen. explain what we're doing here. So essentially, I'll be playing one-second clips of highlights from like 2017, like Sixers highlights from 2017 and on. And just like the trivia, they're gonna say biscuits. Whoever guesses it first, yep. Whoever guesses it first gets the point. Got three clips. I mean, if you don't understand, you'll pretty clearly understand after the first one. Yeah. (laughs) Folks, ready? I'm ready for the first. I'm excited for this. I'm okay. Yeah, so am I. So am I. Right here is the one second clip. Harris, Harris against. Oh my God! No, I said it first. I said it first. Uh, Tobias is is gonna go up, uh, shoot a mid range jumper from about the left elbow, and it's gonna end up being the game winning shot against the Lakers after Anthony Davis completely misses a half court shot. I forgot the word. I forgot the word. It's Uh, biscuits, man. It is biscuits. I said it was biscuits. Yeah, it's biscuits. It's not, blah, 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 blah. It's, it's just business. <laughs> that uh, is... Can we play the full clip, please? Give the, yes, give the that, that is correct. I will play the full clip. Look at Tony coming. Shot clock is off. Down to eight seconds. Now Harris. Harris against Caruso. On the drive. Pull up jumper. It's good. Tobias Harris. Good. It's it is. good. It is. I definitely remember that game. <sighs> oh, I, remember I have, that a, game. I have a Snapchat memory of me just going absolutely nuts. I think I TV. also have one very yeah. similarly to Bias Harris. All right. All right. So you going to get on the board here? I'm an all-star. It's 1-0 me. I mean, if I knew the word, I would have had it. Of course. All right. I, I think we need to uh, we need to put up that it's 1-0 me. So. All right. We got it. We got it. I think that it just needs to be said. It's, that it is is one zero to Graham. All right, we get it. 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 All right, let's 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 roll the next clip. All right, clip two. Can he win it? Here? Biscuits. Uh, twenty nineteen. Jimmy Butler. Uh, kind of a sidestep three for the win. Did you say biscuits? Yeah. Did you hear him say biscuits? I. I heard I heard a biscuits. We we can we can I go we can go back to the hey hey you didn't say anything. I didn't say anything, so I thought it was just I one hundred percent said it. I know I did for a fact. Okay, okay, I think you said it, and uh, your mic was still muted from the video. No, no, no. I, I oh oh it, it might have, but that was mm, that does was, it count? Does it count? I well, I'll let you out. I'll let you out. All right. Well, it was a side step three for the win, and Kemba dropped what 50, 60 that game. Yeah, he dro- he dropped sixty. That was one of his first games as as a Sixer. It was, it was, it was one of his first five. Yeah, yeah. If you want to show the uh, whole clip. absolutely. Dwayne Bacon on him. Jimmy Butler. Can he win it here? 
It is Butler for the win. Yes! Jimmy Butler, you are a 76er. 1-1. All right. Is this, is this a tiebreaker of, of all tiebreakers? Sorry. Tiebreaker. All right. All right. Game art. Kits, biscuits, biscuits. Biscuits. Oh, I know it. I know it now. Biscuits. Oh. Uh, I was actually at this game. It was last oh, year when Joel my. Embiid had a poster over Jared Allen against yep. the Cavs. We did end up winning that game. Yep. I'm pretty sure. Yep. But right, uh, here yeah. Gosh. Here it is. He and his game art. The offensive rebound. Come on. You see that? Yeah. Look at the bottom left there, Greg. You see that? Yeah, I see it. Two one. Two one. I told you I watch every Unbelievable. game. Unbelievable. Watch every game. <laughs> you knew, were at a disadvantage. She watches every game. Yeah, I was at a disadvantage. I knew all of them. I thought that I, I had I had the oh, biscuit. Those were very those were very famous plays. Very yeah. famous plays. We'll we'll get into a part two later. We'll on. We'll, we'll do that. We'll do that again. Maybe maybe next episode. But um I'm maybe up. we should do like one tenth of a second. Ooh, one tenth. Just just show like a little screenshot. Yeah, and I, can, can, yeah, can only, I think a it, screenshot would probably be better. But it can only be on the screen for like and that's the only that's the only chance we get to look at it. That's, mm-hmm. that's fair. Like half a second. I think uh that's all that we have for today. Tony, Graham, you guys got anything for everybody? You got anything to oh, say? Go Sixers. Go birds. Go birds. Go Sixers. Thank you everybody for tuning in. Special edition. I love Clemson basketball. Gordon Hayward's favorite national yep. holiday episode 26 scenes from the spectrum thank you guys for watching make sure to follow our socials down there in the- are they are they this way is that, that am i yeah, pointing in the right way. direction down am I there pointing? Yes. Am I pointing? yes all right yep. great down there in the bottom left at sfts podcast and make sure to follow us on tiktok we are posting yep. a lot of clips on tiktok have a good day everybody yep. sixers thank you for watching mlb walk-offs